The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a... No, no, this is not an abbreviated episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 762, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron and dear listeners, breaking news. This is hot off the True Cult Coffee Instagram. Uh, No pun intended with the hot part, but... (laughs) Their mascot, Brucifer, is not the new drummer for Slipknot, despite rumors. Mm. Despite rumors, that is important. They, they wanted to squash that before it got out of hand, right? Right. And, um, you know, just just want to get that out there because that's what we do, metal news and things. And if you're upset about that like we are, well, go to truecultcoffee.com, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T coffee.com, and get yourself some coffee to cry into. You know, mm-hmm. make yourself a Canadian death march to warm yourself mm-hmm. up on these the, these chilly nights that are coming here. And remember, mm-hmm. the Canadian death march is True Cold Coffee, um, Royal Crown Canadian whiskey, and a shot of Tabasco. <laughs> or no, or what? Or was it maple syrup? Maple the, syrup, because you're you're gonna lose me at the Tabasco, because I'm kind of a wuss. Oh no, no, no! The, the Tabasco makes it the death march. Ah, okay. It's it's the Royal Canadian if it's if it's just um, maple syrup, right? But it's the death march when we when we oh, have okay. the Tabasco. Gonna, That's I'm, the whole point. I'm gonna have to toughen up here then. It's okay. just a shot. It's a splash. You know, a little bit of zing for you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny you should mention true Cavalt coffee, which yeah. we do every at this time. I know, it's so weird. Week. I can't yeah. believe I said it again. I can't believe it again. What's going on with that? 52 weeks yeah. in a row. <laughs> What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah, t- today I was just thinking, um, with, the, with the holiday season coming up, okay? Because believe it or not, we're November 20th already. I can't I, believe it. As I was coming home from work today, we had a little bit of snow. It has since melted. That's it? Yeah, yeah. We, 
we oh we, we had some snow. It's melted. It's all gone right now. But the street houses are starting to street houses. The houses on the streets, okay, as as we're driving by, more and more are getting decorated. But there's no snow on the ground. It's weird. Well, that's what every winter's <laughs> like here. Well, I yeah, I know. Like, you know, for you have the type of climate where snow just isn't an issue, but it's it's really bizarre up here. Like seeing Christmas lights and no snow. It's it's yeah, yeah. I definitely wouldn't want a uh, a green Christmas. Um, I was thinking today, what the holiday is coming up? Yeah, a little bit of true Cavalt coffee, okay, and a splash of Bailey's. That sounds pretty good for the Christmas holidays. Oh, what do we good. call that? Ah, good, good, good question. Jingle yeah. balls <laughs> for Jingle Bailey's. No, no, it's not working. Not working for me. The Jingle Hells. Oh, Jingle Hells. There we oh, go. So wait a second. Bailey's is how you make Irish coffee, right? Right. Okay, so Irish Death March. <laughs> okay, you got a thing for this Death March. I do. I do. The um, I, and I I think it's because I like I watched. Starship Troopers fairly recently and they had that whole thing with death from above Uh and it's just been on my brain but um, the the Royal Irishman maybe okay or no wait a second because True Cult Coffee feels more like woodsy right this Mm -hmm. would be like the Celtic oh so like Celtic winter ceremony of some sort. Okay. All right, we're going to have to kick this one around. I think so. <laughs> yeah. 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 Listeners, yeah, feel yeah. free to send us your suggestions. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're always open up to listening or to hearing what all of you beautiful people have to say, which we want to throw out uh, some thank you and congratulations to all of our listeners because we know. That, you know, it, this this was in part due to you people, you know, supporting this great business like True Cavalt Coffee. It's an independent business family, man. It's a full-on metal product, metal, you know, metal heads, supporting metal heads here. The boss man, Mr. Coffee Bean Ocalta, over the weekend <clears throat> went on the social medias and announced that... Um, they have shipped 8,400 packages of True Cavalt coffee now, pushing pu- 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 pushing 58 or 85. So, wow, that that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, everyone listening, and keep keep supporting this amazing business. Like we're just we're just doing it because we just we just like it, you know. And it's a very metal product. That we want to um, to continue to support it. Um, do we have that? That's it, pretty much, for me in terms of radioactive metal housekeeping. Do you have anything you might want to? No, throw no. Let's get into our now. mandatory metal. <laughs> that's right. That's right. For the good folks. At True Cavalt Coffee. And once again, this is just a snowy discovery 
as I'm pissing around the interwebs and I discovered the brutal band simply called Maul, M-A-U-L, their new record, Desecration and Enchantment, available now. Let's jump into this. So once again, for the good folks at True Cobalt's Coffee, this is Maul with Desecration of the Soul.
We've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Okay, my true cavalt coffee's done. I'm going to switch to a couple fireballs here, some shots here in my Canadian titty shot glass. Okay, a little... Canadian titty shot glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. my yeah. I used this last last episode where it was a shot glass that I bought in in Montreal. Okay. And it's uh, the glass has some boobs protruding out with uh, a maple leaf bikini on it. It's my my shot glass. It's my titty shot glass. Okay. All right. I'm like, is this a special <laughs> shot glass? It's just titties. Like I wasn't sure here. Yeah. Okay. So, so I got some Thunderball and some uh, Cranberry Ginger Ale, which oh, is actually, I just I just discovered it. Like, like Mrs. Snowy brought some home on, on the weekend. And it's like, oh, my God, this stuff is really good. Let's see how it tastes, you know, with some Fireball here. So yeah. here we go. Maiden Voyage. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Okay, sorry. Go on. Okay, so chalk this up to things you didn't think we were going to talk about tonight. You ready for this one? (laughs) Okay. Did you know you can't buy a swastika on the internet currently? Okay, I did not know that. (laughs) I'm actually kind of surprised, really. Well, I I am too, but I love love the trepidation in your voice. So yeah, like that is actually kind of surprising. Well, um, you know, trust me. Bring this up to your coworkers, and that makes them really uncomfortable. Because I, I had a, a couple coworkers. One I knew really well. The other one I didn't know so well. And I mentioned it to them, and they're both like, "Um, why do you know that?" And my son is in the sound of music. And he's going to be playing mm-hmm. Rolf. And Rolf was, you know, one of the guys that ended up, you know, joining the Nazis by the end of the story. Uh-huh. And so my wife's trying to find this stuff. She's like, I have to find a, schwast- a swastika. I'm like, please don't Google that. Yeah, You're going to put us on a list. Don't Google that. <laughs> so she did anyway. And that's how we know that you can't find a swastika. At least via Google, you can't use Google Shopping to find a swastika. Wow. Which, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, wow. You know, um, that's kind of kind of impressive that that you know they're able to to wipe that out. Um, and I told him like we can just get a picture, and make an armband. Like I know we we can make it for all this needs yeah. to be. You know, it's not going to be that be that hard. Like, mm-hmm. my goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah but that's you don't want to give send money to some place that's making swastikas. Yeah, well, that's just it, right? Like, it's it's fine if it's a prop company, but you know, and and it's one of those things where the, the, this is one of those things, Snowy, where I'm torn because on one hand I'm like, oh, good, like you you know you can't get that sort of stuff, but then I'm like, uh, but what about when somebody decides that Cannibal Corpse is too violent? And all of a sudden, you can't buy Cannibal Corpse on the internet. Well, that's oh wow! You know that, that that'll never happen on the internet. Ah, uh, see, I, I remember <laughs> jerk. I remember jerk. Jerk Germany had banned the first three 
Cannibal Corpse albums for many years. They like they the Cannibal Corpse could play live there, but they couldn't do any songs from those first three albums. Right. But we just found something that a majority of people deem offensive that is banned and you can't find it anywhere. So what happens when that next thing that somebody finds offensive is Cannibal Corpse? Wow. You know what I mean? Like like that that's where you know, this is where I've always said that censorship doesn't mean, um, you know, only getting the things that you like or free speech doesn't mean only the things you like. Like no censorship is no censorship. Free mm-hmm. speech means you got to deal with shit that sucks, too. Yeah, that's you know? kind of the reality. Unless then you start getting into like, what's what's a hate crime? Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, you no, know, no. Th- th- which... This is a, a a web I do not want to go down because <laughs> it, it's it really just becomes into so many you know moral arguments, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I I think I've discussed on this show already that you know we get into stuff. And what's really funny is you know the same people that are against abortion were saying my body, my choice. And then the same people that were saying my body, my choice wanted to force everybody to get the vaccine. Right. Yeah. That was kind of a thing up here. That's how some of the right wing said, you know, okay, you're, you've been saying this for the longest time. Why are you forcing me to go against that? Well, that's what's hilarious. Right. Because, and that, and that's, that kind of ties back into my point about like, you know, this freedom of speech thing. Like people always say they're all for freedom of speech until there's something they don't want to hear. Now they're not against it. Right. They're they're for the freedom of their speech. Mm -hmm. They're not always for the freedom of other people's. They're for the freedom of their body, not for the freedom of other people's bodies, you know? Yeah. And I, and you know, I will really be the controversial point here because you know, when everybody tries to say, oh, the, the difference between a Republican and a Democrat and insert insult here, right? Whichever way you feel, because, you know, I, I don't even want to get into who's right and who's wrong. But the fundamental difference in my eyes is the real disagreement between the Democrats and the Republicans in this country is at what age to kill somebody. Because the Democrats are like, let's kill the babies. And the Republicans are like, no, 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 we can't kill the babies. But the Republicans are like, well, now they've committed a crime. Now let's kill them. And the Democrats are no, we can't kill them now. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. So the yeah. point is, at what age <laughs> d- mm-hmm. does your political party wish to kill somebody? It's, it's, not, do, it's not do they respect life so much they don't want to kill anybody? Because that's not it, right? Right. That that's that's the real rub. Like, you know, the um, the problems are like every life is valuable until they're old enough that we've deemed that their life is not valuable. You know, and then oh, the the, uh, the Democrats, let's get rid of them before they're here. But now they're here. You're not getting rid of them again. As that, that's that's the difference. That's the argument, you know. Neither one completely respects life. Neither one completely rejects life. It's just at what point do they feel it's okay to take it? Yeah, there's a lot of gray area. Oh, there's so much gray area. So much gray area. Yeah. 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 And I mean, you and I have, have, have talked about this where, you know, we're both like, well, 
we support a woman's right to get an abortion, even though we hate it. Right. I, I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate the choice. I hate whatever brought her to the point where she needs to make that choice. But it's not my choice to make. You know, oh, for sure. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad at least up up here, a woman for now still has that choice. Let's see. Yeah, how like next down, down here, it's it's back and forth and crazy. It's, yeah. So, yeah. It, it is ugly down there. So when Little Snowy was in school. Were they using the internet and stuff yet? Or is that still like maybe by the by the end of the time? Oh yeah. Like, no. She's just on the other side of thirty. So the internet was a thing when she was in high school, yeah. Yeah, but were they using it really for learning? Because like our schools have this program called IXL, um, that you do like math problems, language problems, all that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know actually. Well, so my kids hate it. Right. Oh, okay. And they would use it in school occasionally. And, and, you know, our school has summer work they need to complete. And you could either do this IXL program or you could do the workbook. And both my kids are like, give me the workbook. I Good. Do IXL. That's I what it. I want to hear. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Right. And so you know, they've now, I can't remember what class, but they both have to use IXL for something. And, they're so frustrated because it's one of those things where if you miss it, you lose a ton of points. So there's a, there's a lot of incentive to like read and pay attention. And, you know, as a, as a parent and like a person that's, you know, thinking about just education, like I like the negative incentive thing, right? Because then you can't just click through, you can't just guess, you can't just rush the end. You have to sit and critically think, which is the point. Mm-hmm. But they get so frustrated. They're like, I hate this. Well, they were searching for it one night, and my son found this song that's called Fuck IXL. And, you know, you, you, know, <laughs> you know that Excellent. in my car there is no censorship. And mm-hmm. so we're going to school, and he's like, well, can we listen to it? I'm like, hell yeah, we can listen to it. Put it on. And he's cackling like a banshee. He thinks it's the funniest thing he's ever heard. Um, I'm watching it. Or listening to it rather, and I'm like, this is good. It's all like this is like poetry. Like you can really hear the frustration. Like like this person really used it, and, and like I'm cracking up listening. Nicholas cracking up, you know. And I was telling him, I said, well, this is what Grandma and I used to do, and we referred to this as therapy. He's like, what? I said, <laughs> we had certain movies that we would watch and we would, you know, recite the lines along with it. And so I pulled up and please, please, I really hope you've seen this, but I pulled up the Blues Brothers, right? Have All you right. seen the Blues Brothers? Uh, it's, it's been a long time. All right. Do you remember the scene in the convent while in the orphanage with the nun? No, I definitely have to see this again. I know, I know. Okay, well, keep in mind, my son goes to a Catholic school. Right. And so I'm like, well, let me play this scene for you. So I pull I pull it up for him. And my mom and I used to watch this and recite this, right? And, and he's getting to the age where we started to, you know, do things like this. But his, they're, you know, they go in there, they're talking to the, the, the nun and, um, you know, they call her the penguin. And she's like, well, you know, um, the church is going to close this down because they don't want to pay the tax money. And he's like, well, how much money? 
and you know she's like five thousand dollars and jake you know john belushi's character is like five thousand dollars no problem we'll have it for you tomorrow no 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 i will not take your filthy money and he looks at her he says well then i guess you're really up shit creek <laughs> and before anything else can happen she hits him with a ruler i'm sorry what did you say <laughs> he goes i offer to help you refused my help. And then I said, I guess you're really up shit creek. And she hits him again. Oh. And then John, Dan Aykroyd's character says, Christ, Jake. She goes, Elwood whaps him. <laughs> and then it just turns into this, fuck, oh, shit. And she's just beating the crap out of the both of them. It's so funny. And again, like my son's watching this and just dying. Wow. So, yeah. So, therapy. That's you need to see it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 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 fantastic. It's really good. Okay. Um, I think I was telling you last week I was reading the Dave Grohl book, right? Right. Okay, so I I finish it. This is the fastest I've I've read a book in a long time. I, I couldn't put it down. It reads so easy. For anybody who's looking for just a real fun read, um man, check out Dave's Grohl Dave Grohl's book, The Storyteller. But he has this one chapter where him and his daughters are over like in London or something like that. He takes him to a toy store. He says, you have one hour, pick one toy has to be able to fit in our suitcases. And, you know, he's saying the age that, that his, his daughters are when he does this. I'm like, Oh, I know what's like, I being a parent, I'm like, yep, I know exactly what he's going through. You know, like any parent reading this, like, Oh yeah, yeah, no, I've been here, you know? And so finally, he's like calling like the five minute warning. He's like, well, look, I found a Barbie and he picks up the Barbie and it just happens to be a Joan Jet Barbie. A and, Joan Jet Barbie. And he's like, he's looking, he's like, it's Joan Jet. He's got the, the guitar, everything like right down to the high tops, you know, and. It, and so he told his, his daughter, he's like, he's like, okay, I'm buying this one. They're like, Dad, you're buying a Barbie? He's like, yep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, you know, and they get their Barbies, and they're like, Dad, can we play with your Barbie? He's like, well, of course. You know? So he lets them play with with the Joan Jet. And, um, and then he's like, oh, wait. They probably don't realize that she's a real person. So he starts playing her music and videos and explains like, you know, she's this badass woman and like look what she did for rock and roll and all this sort of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward, somehow he bumps into her and Joan just like, Oh, we should write a song together. So she's gonna come to the house. And she's <laughs> like, I warned Joan Jet. I warn you know, I, I try to prepare my daughters for it, but she came in and both kids just froze. It's like it was like seeing a real life superhero for them. Yeah, you know, that's just what I was thinking. And and so then you know they're there writing songs and she has dinner with them, and um, it's you know bedtime for for the girls and the one daughter comes over and says, "Dad, ask her if she'll read me a bedtime story." Oh, and of course she did, right? You know, mm -hmm. and I'm just saying, I'm like, my goodness. Yeah, you know, like just what a great story. Joan Jett is reading your children bedtime stories. Like, you know, all the success, all the fame that Dave Grohl has had, but that right there lets you know you've made it. <laughs> you know, but my, yeah, yeah. I, I had to write this quote down 
because um, he, he ends the chapter. He's like, for in a world full of Barbies, every girl needs a Joan Jet. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm just like, man, that's just fantastic. So fast forward, my daughter is playing in a winter volleyball league this year. And I'm really excited for her. Right on. And the name of her team is the Cherry Bombs. Oh, excellent. I love it. I love it. So, of course, guess what song I had to play on the way to her first game this Saturday? You betcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that that's that. And then um, the last thing is for anybody who has not seen the Blue Beetle movie, mm. you have to go see this movie. It was so much fun. Okay. I enjoyed it so much. The focus on family was fantastic. Um, and just, you know, o- overcoming the odds. George Lopez is fantastic. Uh, the lead is the the kid who plays Miguel in Cobra Kai. And, I mean, I love that guy in Cobra Kai. I'm super excited to see him in this. But the standout character for me is, you know, when he gets captured by the bad guys, and everybody's upset. The their father dies, and you know the grandmother's there. She's like, "Listen, there will be a time for our tears. That time is not now." I'm like, "Wow!" Like, you know, she's yeah. really rallying around the family. It's some heavy and, shit, yeah. And then they get into where all the weapons and stuff are, and they turn around like, "Grandma, she is standing <laughs> there with this massive gun." Yeah, and they're like, "How do you know how to hold that?" I was, <laughs> I was half expecting. Like a nod to uh, Scarface and have her say hello to my little friend, you right. know. Um, but <laughs> it turns out like, like she's a revolutionary, and, and I'm watching this and I'm laughing, and I just keep thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my goodness, somebody was writing this and said, hey, how do we take Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies and yeah. make her relevant again? <laughs> yes. Uh, you're right. You're right. Now, now that you said that, I okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, because we did see it. Unfortunately, we didn't get to like we like to get to all the all the big the big science fiction and superhero movies in the theater. Unfortunately, we didn't get to this one. And, and part of me is kind of kicking myself. Like this movie was kind of sort of paint by numbers i've kind of seen it all before you know but um i actually i enjoyed it you're absolutely right george lopez was fantastic and i'm not it's not like i'm a big fan of his or anything but yeah i gotta say i kind of enjoyed this one like this for me was as enjoyable and entertaining as ms marvel you know because because i really like the focus on the family and Mm -hmm. just the journey like I mean, like like you said, with the paint by numbers, I would have just said it was a classic story. Like like for me, this is a Spider Man level story, right? Where it's like, okay, all this stuff's happening. The kid's got to suffer all these things, but he's still going to get through it. But unlike Spider Man, who loses everybody all the time, this guy mm-hmm. still has his family, and it's pretty darn cool. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah it's I fantastic. It. I highly recommend it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's one that you can, you know, this th- this day and age with with movies like the Deadpool's and the Batman and all that. Some some of these superhero movies, especially the Boys, what I've been what what we just finished up the third season, 
just this week, Mrs. Mrs. Snowy and I, they're starting to get a lot of superhero shows that just not for kids. Oh, yeah. Which is why I'm glad, like, little Snowy's in her 30s now, because I would hate to have, you know, like, well, we're going to the superhero movie tonight. Sorry, dear, but you can't go. You know, like, she, w- she would have been crushed, and I would- wouldn't have been able to enjoy the movie, like, without her. Yeah. You know? But obviously, you know, like a eight-year-old girl probably shouldn't be, you know, wa- watching Deadpool. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, yeah, it's good for the whole family, and we enjoyed it. Yeah, I I can't wait to watch it with my kids. You know, because mm-hmm. you're right, I'm not watching Deadpool with them because I don't feel like explaining all that stuff. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 What else you got? That's everything, man. What's going on with you? Well, um, myself, first of all, um, it's kind of been, I don't know, like it's, it's a Monday today and no one's really in very high spirits Mondays anyways, but it seemed like the, at least my place of employment, it just seemed quieter and a little more somber than usual because last night... Our Canadian Football League had our equivalent of the Super Bowl, the Grey Cup. Our our Winnipeg Blue Bombers were in the big game against the the Montreal Alouettes, and we just we just we just fell short for the second year in a row. Like our our Bombers went to the Grey Cup the last four years, won the first two, and dropped you know dropped dropped the last two so not not fun it was a fantastic game though congratulations to both teams um one of our uh one of our receivers nick nick dembski actually went to school with some of my friends in the metal scene and all no that. way yeah yeah so that's always good to see Dembski, you know, running the pigskin around, always a good time. Unfortunately, we fell a little bit short. The halftime show, though, okay, and I'm a little, I'm a little torn on this, but the halftime show last night was Green Day. Now. Really? Yeah, yeah, which is this, this is the CFL, the Canadian Football League. Well, that's that's an American rock band, you know. Part of uh, part of me is saying, well, why isn't a Canadian band doing this? Yeah, I mean, I thought Rush is the only band that was allowed to play stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, or, or Rush yeah. tribute bands. Yeah, I would have. I I was actually thinking about that, and I I don't know if I got to Google this or maybe I'll just put it out to a Facebook group, like a classic Canadian rock Facebook group or something, and. Say, has Rush ever done a great cup? I don't think so. Okay, but like I said, I'm a little I'm a little torn on this. I'd still rather see an American rock band over like some Canadian rap or hillbilly band or something, you know. So but I was thinking, okay, and it was just a basic set. You've only got so much time. So they only did about five songs, starting off with their latest release song. And then about four of their more well-known songs. I was actually thinking, and I was a little disappointed when this didn't happen. Okay. Why not? Okay. 
It's Green Day. They're playing a Canadian event. Why not doing a cover of Weird Al's Canadian Idiot? That would have been hilarious. That would have been that. How could you not? Green Day covering <laughs> Weird Al covering Green covering Day. Green Day at a Canadian event. It's perfect because they're still basically doing their own song, right? But you know, ah, uh, like ah, uh, like ah, uh. <laughs> I like, like I'm kind of at a lot of lost for words. That would have been perfect. You know, it it just it just didn't happen. But you know, it was a fantastic game. Green Day, I guess, had a good set. You know, I kept my attention. I'm just I just haven't been a very big fan in the longest time. Um, I hit the record shop, hit the comic shop this week. Um, first off, I want to grab this right here. Um. 10 ton press comics okay have a another slayer album album another slayer comic available now it was on the new release shelves at galaxy comics where we go every weekend and it's basically just a bio you know of the slayer story and and all that but hey you know it's a new Slayer comic. I'll pick it up. I'm glad you mentioned the Foo Fighters because they have a uh, coming in February 2024. They're going to have an issue on on the Foo Fighters, really, as well as Dragon Lord, which was that's actually kind of surprised because Dragon Lord just wasn't a very big band, but I guess this is the same company. That has done bios on Guar, Slayer in the past, and Exodus, Spinal Tap, Alice Cooper, No FX. They've done Testament. They've done that. They've done. So I guess I guess it kind of stands a reason since you you have the connection to Exodus or to Testament, which Eric Peterson, you know, was in that band. You know, and Dragon Lord is just. That's an awesome comic book name. I was just going to say, like, it's just a great name. <laughs> it is. Really it is. Great. So, so yeah, dude, you're going to, when you, when next you're in the comic shop, you're going to want to grab a copy of that. Made my way then over to the record shop, Planet of Sound. Shout out, guys. Um, you may recall a couple episodes back, we were talking about the Manitoba Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. And how Planet of Sound had a had a booth there. And uh, they, I ended up buying... Uh, what the hell did I buy? I, bu- I bought a, a Peanuts soundtrack-type album, which when I brought it up, Dave, Dave the owner and operator, he was kind of like, yeah, I kind of figured... If anyone was going to be buying that record, it would have been you. While while I was there, though, I saw on the racks he had a vinyl copy of the soundtrack to the first decline of the Western civilization, the punk movie. Okay, he wanted like a hundred bucks for it. It's like, oh, okay, Oof. I can't, I, 
I can't, and it's totally worth it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, but it's I, still I get, steep. I get it. It's still, it's still. Uh, I can't drop a hundred, like, because I'm, I'm at the con. We spent way more than a hundred dollars everywhere else. Yeah. But I can't justify a hundred bucks for for a record at the Comic Con when right. there's so there's so many other things. Well, that was a couple weeks ago. Now, I went into Planet of Sound today, and Dave said, "Hey, man." Uh, no, no pressure or anything. That decline of the Western civilization, the one that you were so excited for. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it sold, right? No, we still have it. it, I've, I've put it aside since the con. Do you want it? I'm like, Oh shit. I don't know if I can drop a hundred bucks this week because next week is record store day black friday so it's like oh what am i gonna do what am i gonna do let's do it let's do it so in my hot little fist right now is the vinyl copy the original pressing of the decline of the western civilization black flag the germs x circle jerks fear alice bag Oh my god. Oh my god. Like it's just it was the rock and roll god saying, "Look man, Dave held this for you." <laughs> you know, you were so stoked just to yeah. ha- have it in your hands. This is your opportunity. You know, and okay. Okay. Let's let's do it. So, yeah, I'm so excited. Um he was also they were also holding a CD version of the Cavalera album, the Cavalera Brothers, okay? They've kind of reunited and they re-recorded the first Sepultura record, Morbid Visions. I think we've talked about this on the show before. Well, and like, I'm not always too big on the whole re-recording the albums and all that. Exodus did it with Bonded by Blood Twisted Sister did it with Stay Hungry, and it's like, uh, do these records really, you know, need re-recording? I don't hate this. Okay, <clears throat> okay, because the first, and I, I do, do have an original vinyl of the first pressing from back then, when no one knew who Sepultura was, they were just this you know, this brutal underground band out of Brazil on this small Brazilian label. And even though it was a full-length release, the recording on it really was not much of a step up over just some of the brutal demo tapes that were were recorded back then. And the band, like the the musicians, like like I'm talking about the Cavaliers, just over the years, they've progressed, they've evolved, they've done this, they've done that. It's so good to see them, you know, returning to their roots. This is like Garage Days, except their own material. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I was really excited about that. I grabbed that well, as did well. Did they say why they're doing it? Um, I've never read as to why. I can kind of deduce, though. Okay, tell me, tell tell me your theory. Um, just a better recording. Well, see, I was wondering if this is another play to make sure they get the rights to their 
songs, right? Because that's that that's what Twisted Sister did when they re-recorded "Stay Hungry" into "Still Hungry." Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Taylor Swift has been doing with all her albums, and Taylor Swift. Um, has been so successful at it that record companies are rewriting contracts to, um, you know, try to stay stay ahead of it before other artists get savvy to that. You know, right, right. Like she she's caused such a stir, which is fantastic. You know, but that's what I was wondering. I'm like, well, are these guys doing it to get their rights back? You know, so so they get more income from it. Um. I don't know. Like this, this, this record in 2000 today. Okay. It's, it has no impact. I think this is just a passion project because I don't even know if they do any of these songs live, you know, like, well, maybe. Yeah. Because Andre's maybe, no, maybe you're right. Because Andre's, I don't think Andre's kisser was, in the lineup at this time. So yeah, maybe this is a way of of um of retaining those rights from him, but it just it seems like such a minuscule thing. Like we're not talking about songs that are going to produce any sort of real income. You know, so that's what kind of makes well, me think But I mean what about super fans? Like they, it might give them a boost because I'm willing to bet that this album is still selling. Uh, well, I think I, I know I obviously, I don't, I don't even think Cogumelo records even exist anymore. I don't think they've, well, no, but didn't we do something a couple of years ago with them? I don't know, but but Roadrunner also had it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they eventually did re re release it and all that, and now they're on uh, new on new Nuclear Blast. That's who was putting this out. So yeah, I think maybe it just might be a combination of both both our ideas. You know, there's the legal red tape, and maybe it's it was just time. You know to redo this record for today either way like i said i'm not i'm not i'm not hating it i'm not hating it yeah yeah and finally we're gonna get into some music here want to give a big shout out to winnipeg drummer Derek kroll okay he's been on the show before with some of his past bands and all that one of his current bands Okay, it's called Gutter Creek. Okay, and Gutter Creek features ex-Testament bassist Greg Christian on this. Okay, and their debut record, and it's an indie record, but still, it's quite the package, and it looks it looks like it's got you know a full label uh, presentation behind it called fangs to the face and i actually went over to mr crawl's house on my way to my co-host at wrestling night in canada matt copper to watch the new aew pay-per-view and mr crawl actually just lives around the corner 
from Matt. So I said, okay, you know what? I want the new Gutter Creek. Matt's played it for me. Sounds sounds really good. I'll, I'm going to buy a copy di directly off you. And I did. It's great stuff. We're going to get to that right away. Um, but to get us there, though, we want to give a, uh, a big shout out and horns up to Dave Overkill, another former radioactive metal alum. He of Destructor fame after all these years. Man, Destructor just won't die. And they're still doing it. And they're still fucking killing it. New record, Blood, Bone, and Fire available now at the good folks at Shadow Kingdom Records. I was given that a spin so let's get into that. Um, from the new Destructor record, this is Heroic Age.
attention, all you metalheads. The album you didn't know you were waiting for is finally here. <laughs> the greatest hit of Disturbed! All of your favorite Disturbed songs, including these classic parties. <laughs> With their unique style of self-imposed limited creativity, no band has ever done more with less than disturbed. This is the definitive collection for fans of repetitive vocal phrasing. One band, one album, one never-ending song. The greatest hit of Disturbed is available on two CDs or one single song MP3 download. Buy it now before supplies last forever! That's just a lie I know you will remember 
fantastic stuff what a great okay this is absolutely fantastic a new destructor record okay in 2023 new album from fear that is the yes the that fear new album for right and order that i'm back and i'm bitching <laughs> hey <laughs> you go you go and before that, that was the aforementioned a Gutter Creek with the title track to the new record Fangs to the Face. This is this is this is awesome. I'm loving this. Okay. New Destructor, New Fear. You know, Greg Christian is still busy with Gutter Creek. Cavalier brothers are together, you know, reinventing the past for an awesome future and all that. This is amazing. This is why we do this show. This is absolutely fantastic. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, all of this stuff available now. Make sure you um, get out there and grab some for tonight's discussion. Okay, and I was kind of intentional when you when you never asked what we were going to be talking about tonight. I didn't bring it up, okay, because I kind of wanted this to. Kind of be a surprise because we want to test Aaron's metal. Oh, I like it. This week. Huh? <laughs> okay, good, good. Last episode, we talked about Wasp. Okay. And I, 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 I guess because for mainstream hard rock and metal, okay, there aren't a lot of acronym bands. Okay. So everyone just calls them WASP. I would think, though, okay, with the the periods between every letter, would the proper pronunciation of WASP be W-A-S-P? Well, probably. <laughs> Considering it. It's supposed to stand for something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, we know that was all for show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really, I really don't know. I mean, I don't think, and I don't think, and anyone in casual conversation has, you know, when a new record drops, I don't think anyone has ever said, "Hey, man, you got the new WASP record." I don't think 
anyone has ever done that. No, and I'm pretty sure we would have laughed at them if they did. <laughs> Probably. Well, that on top of while I was kind of pissing around on Facebook this weekend, okay. No, no. Oh, sorry. I was watching some old wrestling, some old classic wrestling from the 80s. And I love it when you're, when you're seeing an, an old TV show that was recorded, obviously, through a VCR or whatever, and then put out onto YouTube, okay, with the commercials still in. <laughs> and, yeah. And you see those awesome commercials, you know, from, <laughs> from the 80s, okay? And sometimes it kind of fucks me up while I'm watching this and I'm waiting for the skip button to, or the skip graphic to appear like when you're watching youtube and they go to a commercial they show you about 10 seconds of it and then the option to skip comes up yeah okay well i'm watching this old budweiser commercial from 1985 and just kind of doing everything you know if if your brain had muscle memory you know i'm waiting for that skip button to appear and well it's not because the commercial is part of the video Okay, one of these commercials was back in the 80s, remember, like, you know, order now, the best of this band, the oh, best yeah. of Neil Diamond, the best of this, the best of that. Okay. One of the commercials was the best of the Beach Boys. Act now, not available in stores. You know, 999 album. 11 10.99 cassette you know this was before cds and all that okay whatever all right and one of their songs you know while they're while they're hyping this record they show a little they give a little snippet from a handful of the songs surfing usa okay mm -hmm. kind of popped up and i like to take these old songs when because like, i do a lot of singing to myself Okay, I like to take some old songs and kind of update them. You know, I'll I'll hear songs like Hotel California and I'll mm -hmm. change it to Hotel Manitoba. Okay, just stuff like that. That got me thinking of MOD's surfing MOD. <laughs> okay, and I'm walking around the house surfing MOD. Okay, and then start switching it up with various different bands that did the acronyms so that got me thinking man there's a lot of bands over the years that did the whole acronym thing well see now you've got me thinking because why do we say wasp but we don't call it dri dry. yeah why was it dry yeah yeah or in mod <laughs> it's weird i know i know it's kind of a case by case thing you're absolutely right yeah s-o-d m-o-d d-r-i wasp <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i've actually seen in the back of the the metal magazines you know looking for a pen banger okay i'm so into true. these i'm into th this band this band this band and then they list D-R-I, capital D, small R, small I. 
Well, I'm sorry, I've never heard of dry. Right. You know, especially arid, arid extra dry. Hide. They they need some yeah. deodorant. Please send. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that got me thinking. Just for shits and giggles, like I said, we're gonna put Aaron to the test here. All right, I like this. I have a list of uh, ten bands that do the acronym thing. And I'm going to throw them out, starting from easiest to what I feel is the most difficult. Oh, geez. Okay. And we're going to see how Mr. Aaron does here. Let's, you don't mind let's being, see how I do. You don't mind being put on the spot. Eh? No, I not at all. This is going to be fun. That, that yeah. you would really dig. Okay. And, okay, so some of them are going to be tough because there's going to be some, some, some bands that we might just kind of take for granted like we've seen we've seen the band bands we played on the show and we've seen the logo for the last 30 years but it's one of those a couple of them might be kind of you know what what does that band mean like what what does that mean you know what i never bothered to look it up before i never bothered to to find out so we might actually get to a couple of these so we're going to take we're going to take uh, Aaron to rock and roll school here. I love it. All right. So let me get my red pen here. Do I have a red pen? Here. Okay. I got a red pen. Band number one. And we just mentioned them, but this is the easy one. Okay. Okay. DRI. And then what am I supposed to do with these? What do you mean? Well, am, is this, do I know them? Do, do I need to tell you what it stands for? Yes. Yeah. You tell you tell, what it stands for. You tell me what DRI okay. stands. Dirty for. rotten imbeciles. Okay. Ding ding ding. Correct. You're one for one. Okay. Yeah. That that you're right. That that was an easy one. I've known that one for a long time. <laughs> yes. I, I hope so. Or I, why you would why you would be doing a show like this? I don't well, know. why I see them that many times <laughs> and not know? You know. Yeah. That's, that's true as well. Okay, just as easy. COC. Corrosion of conformity. Excellent. Ding, ding, ding. Another one. Just as easy, okay? SOD. Stormtroopers of death. Death. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Technically might be just as easy, but I don't know. I don't know. It might, it might all depend on the person. It might be one of these situations where, you know, some some listeners, maybe young the the younger ones. Well, I saw the t I I saw the I saw the logo, but I just haven't learned yet. But MOD. So I thought this was method of destruction, but I don't okay. know. I'm I'm definitely uh, not is is familiar with this one like i i mean gross misconduct is one of my favorite albums but i i honestly right. am not 100 percent certain on what mod stands for see that's what i mean this one could be a little tricky oh but is it milano right on song. demand <laughs> no no it's method of destruction it is method of destruction okay yes. good ding 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 you're All four right. for four okay good. This is another one of the big, one of the bigger un underground bands, but it's not necessarily your area. Okay. Okay. So this might be, might, this might be a little tougher for you, but MDC. 
the legendary MDC. 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 Yeah. Is this one of those times where it's actually supposed to be like Roman numeral years? No, no. Okay. Then no, I got nothing. All right, well, MDC, millions of dead cops. That's the Oh, I have heard of them. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Like a lot of these bands, you'll have heard of these bands, but you might not necessarily have. Oh, okay. So. Okay, this one kind of falls under the same idea as MDC, okay? Not not one of the bigger ones. We have played this band on the show and I've used I've said the full name more than once on the show. Okay. Okay. JFA. This is this is audio, but I can see the wheels. Starting. I know, like I know it. Um, I, like I can I can picture us talking about it. Mm-hmm. Oh man! I, I want to say something with Josta. I don't think it's anything with Josta, but no, my mind keeps going no. to Josta. I'm sure Jamie Josta has uh, owned a few of these records. Yeah, oh, yeah. The man. okay the 80s. Now, you got, I call. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I call. I, I, I. Now, I uh, let, let, let me give you a hint. Okay. Okay. Eighties skate punk. <sighs> now. I thought maybe that would have been yeah. JFA is, was jo- Jody Foster's army. Oh from, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. These are good. <laughs> See, same one, same idea. Okay, you've heard of this band. We've played them on the show <laughs> very recently. Oh, they shit. recently came through Winnipeg here, okay? okay? And they're a legendary punk band, GBH. Damn it. I was afraid of that one, or NSFU, <laughs> or what's, it, what's there's another one, TSOL. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's man, it's funny. I was just thinking about GBH the other day. I'm like, what the fuck does GBH stand for? <laughs> yeah, no, I give. Oh, ha, ha. dude, Grie- grievous bodily harm. Yeah, and GBH that, is cooler. Yeah, that that's not just. Um, that's not like, oh, we're going to call ourselves GBH. What can that stand for? No, like grievous bodily harm is an actual expression in law. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and uh, you know, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm ribbing my wife and all that, and she finally has enough, and she kind of gives me a little backhand to the shoulder, like, shut up, you know, like, like women do. I'll be a smart ass and go, oh, oh, a grievous bodily harm. Oh, oh, another, another savage attack. Oh, oh. Because I'm just kind of a smart ass like that. And no jury would convict her. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. I got another one here. I got three more here. Okay. 
It's, uh, we've had this band on before, but it's a little trickier, or it's a little tricky because, okay, I'm, I'm just going to get to it. ACXDC, the grindcore band ACXDC. You know, it's ACDC, but instead of the lightning bolt, there's an X. We've had them on the show. I remember I was so, so stoked to finally have ACXDC on. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Now, okay, remember... When when we were kids and everyone's imagination, you know, just like wasps. Well, what does ACDC stand for? What does Christ stand for? Child writer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they decided <laughs> ACXDC is Antichrist Demon Corps. <laughs> which which that's oh, totally, man. That totally See, that's that's exactly the kind of smart asses I need to meet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had we had SOD. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am now going to throw out to you SOB. B as in Bob. Well, if it's not son of a bitch, I don't know where we're going with this. No. No. No, that's just SOB, really cool grindcore band. I think they're still around now. But their heyday was definitely in the 80s. And I'll never forget the time. And I shared this this story on the show before. But uh, the first time Nuclear Assault. No, it was a uh, Brutal Truth show. Which features featured Dan Lilker on bass. He of Nuclear Assault and S.O.D. Well, whenever a member of a band you know, is in town playing a show with another, with, with their current band or whatever, there'll always be that one person that yells out, you know, Hey, play this band, play your old band. So someone was yelling out SOD. Well, Mr. Lilker thought maybe the guy had said SOB and he got excited he got excited because someone someone else he's he's like did you say sob did you say sob and i could see the guy was really excited but i guess he he kind of realized no i guess he's talking sod and you know <laughs> like the expression on his face just kind of changed because that's kind of funny you know yeah yeah so yeah yeah sob you know, and I'm sure Mr. Lilker will be calling you to give you a kick in the shins because it's a sabotage organized barbarian. Yeah, no, never yeah. way I was going to figure that one out. And I really don't, that, that just sounds dumb. I like SOB. Okay, one more and then we'll get to some okay. cool tunage here again. Um... Okay, the last one is going to be a little bit trickier, okay, because it it the the acronyms, okay, like you have dirty rotten imbeciles, you know, corrosion of conformity. Right. The three letters aren't, you know, abbreviated that way. They're abbreviated from a word. Okay, so this actually 
Oh, you know what? I think I might have given it away. Okay. Okay. In like this band in the eighties, you know, they had their kind of heyday, you know, in the underground thrash scene. Really didn't last very long, but okay, we'll test you here. E X E. Executioner? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, good one, good one. I thought that was going to be the toughest one of them all, but I did have to give you... No, it, it wasn't a hint, but I did have to give you the heads up about that because it wouldn't have been fair because, you know, you were thinking of the three the three words and all that yeah. so yeah you know what dude you're batting 500 well i'm doing all right well so yeah i was half expecting you to toss in di into that one ah uh, you know what that would have been a good one because i don't remember what that is drunk engines because uh, okay. when you when you start going skate punk, I'm like, oh, right. please be di, please be di. Uh-huh. No, no. Wow, that was a good one. That was a good one. Do you have any just on the top of your head to throw out to me just before we get to it? Oh, that's what I'm trying to think. I'm like, man, like other than. Um, other than DI, because that was one, you know, we always listen to mm-hmm. uh, skating. I'm like, man, I can't think of anything else. I'm sure it's going to come oh, to me after this, fun. though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have to revisit this a year from now or something for sure. For sure. Okay. But right now, let's get into some tunage here. And we're going to dedicate this song to our good buddy, Aaron. Okay, for pulling that last one out, fantastic. This is EXE from their 1987 record, Stricken by Night. This is Metal Hell.
The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Brocast podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at the Brocast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, and you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast... Or playing in punk bands. Or recording kick-ass heavy metal albums. Then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. No, 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 no,
Thank you, everybody. Go out and vote. That was the legendary MDC, and I love this title, okay? This is, that was a Born to Die, and then in brackets, no Trump, no KK, no fascists. Excellent stuff, excellent stuff. And now, um, oh, oh, yeah, the last couple, uh, last couple episodes, we never got to an indie spotlight and while this particular band doesn't have any cool abbreviations yeah i think it's definitely one you're going to enjoy we're always on the lookout for fresh new talent check out this indie spotlight Now, when you think metal, okay, London, New York, L.A., Japan, okay, just Germany, the Scandinavian countries and all that, Connecticut really doesn't, you know, just scream metal. But I guess if you have, if you're a band hailing from Connecticut, you know, that's just a stone throws from New York City. New York City? New York City. <laughs> I remember that. Speaking of commercials from See, the eighties, yeah. I remember. Pace Picanti sauce. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and forgive me on the pronunciation of this, but I guess New Haven, Connecticut's Anitero, Anitero. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really butchering it. But well, they I, I need are to correct you. It's, it's not New Haven, Connecticut. Um, after the 1986 5150 tour, um, it's now New Halen, Connecticut. That's where uh, Live, Live Without a Net was recorded. And uh, Sammy Hagar declared that they changed the name of the town to New Halen. Learns, my dad always said, learn something new every day. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. I'm changing that in my notes right now. That's awesome. Hailing from New Haven, Connecticut, from from their indie release Gates of Hell. This is Entero with Lords of Rock and Roll.
Entero.bandcamp.com and Facebook.com slash Entero Metal. Now, Entero, E-N-T-I-E-R-R-O. I mean, I'm probably sure I've said the, the band name about five times. I'm willing to bet I said it about five different times. <laughs> okay. But, hey. Why not? Why not? Um, check them out. Great stuff. Well, my friend, it's uh, just about that time to bring this crazy train into the station. Once again, thank you so much for being such a good sport, being put on the spot. But hey, hey, two out of three. Well, no, no, that's not that's not good math. But, you know, 50 <laughs> percent is still a passing grade. Is it? Is it though? Well, it's not a test you want to bring home to mom, but yeah, it's still it's still good enough. It's I'm good pretty enough. sure that's an F. Yeah. Well, uh, how can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, dear Snowman, radioactivemetal.org. That's all the episodes, past, present, and future. Facebook.com slash radmetal. Check us out on those social pages to see pictures here. Interesting things. Keep up with Snowy and whatever he's doing on the weekends, because that's where he posts the hauls. At RadMetal666 on Instagram and RadMetal666 at gmail.com. Sorry, I had to pause there. I'm like, shit, what am I saying? Um, yeah, those are all the contacts. And then, so if you're listening to this podcast, you've already found us. Mm-hmm. So. Where did you find us? Did you find us on the Apple Podcast app? Did you find us on Spreaker? Did you find us on Stitcher? Did you find us someplace we haven't even heard of yet? Because we're everywhere. We show up at the darndest places, right? We are the glitter of the internet. Just when you think you've got rid of us, we show up again. Oh, yeah. We're still there. Yeah, you know? Even if you don't want us there, we're still there. Yeah, it's crazy. We're all over. You, know, you just see this little... Like a little sparkle out of the corner of your eye. Shit, I thought I cleaned up all that glitter. That's us. We are also (laughs) on Spotify. Thanks to the fine folks at Shining Wizards Network. ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. It's a whole host of wrestling, lifestyle podcasts, and whatnot. Really fun bunch of guys over there. Um, Great, great bunch of shows. They even host our sister podcast, A Wrestling Night in Canada, where the host Mm -hmm. sounds a lot like Snowy. Yeah, yeah, good-looking guy. He's a sexy motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you uh, to get us on out of here. Yeah, we're talking about these bands, you know, the Cavaliers, Destructors, Fear. They're still making really good tunes. So is 80s L.A. Meddlers Tyrant. Their um, latest release, and dude, I, I don't know, I'm so embarrassed, but I didn't even know this record existed until just last night, but in uh, 2020, Tyrant, Tyrant released their latest record, Hereafter, so it's like, oh, fuck yeah, we gotta, we gotta play this on the next show, so this is The Mighty Tyrant with Dancing on Graves. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been a not-abbreviated episode of Radioactive Metal. 
I'm Snowy White. And the Saren. Signing off.